Hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Happy Friday. Headed into the weekend. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's up? Hunter Biden has been indicted on the gun charges. Federal gun charges. They could give him what? 25 years? Oh, he could be in jail for for a long, long time. But you know... A long, long time. By the way, more breaking news. Yes. Look for another indictment on uh, Trump. Any day now. Any day now. But you know what, though, Bill? It's like uh, they want you to think this is a big deal. I mean, all the news programs last night were talking with very serious... Uh, tones in their voice, and they were all looking in the camera with a, a bit of a frown. It's a major day. Hunter Biden has uh, multiple indictments, and it's a big, big deal. And it, it was they wanted you be- to believe this, okay? Understand something. Out of all the things that uh, could have uh, been charged against these people, the indictments against Hunter were the charges that couldn't affect at all uh, Joe, Joe's not affected by these indictments yeah, at all. Yeah, means nothing. Secondly, you know what Joe is going to do. I wouldn't be surprised, by the way, if he does it as a preemptive. Let's say hypothetically he, he decides, I'm not going to run for the presidency. I'm going to withdraw my interest in it and, and say I'm, I'm done after this term. And if that's the case, don't be surprised if he just turns to, uh, to Hunter and gives him a blanket uh, pardon, like right now. You know, if he did, if he does that, and he and he thinks he's going to be president again, that's a different story. Because I think that uh, by giving a blanket pardon, uh, you know, he's he's essentially saying, uh, yeah, he's guilty, but I'm I'm not going to put him in jail. He's my kid, and, and uh, so I. But I do think that uh, this is all nonsense. It's like they're they're shaking a shiny object at us, and we're supposed to all be looking at it like, oh, it's really going to be interesting. You know, this let is. Let me ask you. Go ahead. Now, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Let's say that the Republicans get off their fat tuchus and decide to go ahead and uh, go forward to impeach Biden. Yeah. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Right. Uh, while that is going on, does his pardon mean uh, a bowl of squat? Actually, if he pardons him while he's president, it it stands. Even if it, even if even if there, he he could be sitting uh, on the witness stand in an impeachment hearing, he could be uh, go out for a ten minute break. He could pardon Hunter, and the pardon stands because he's still president. It's only when he's been removed that the pardon disappears. the The power of pardon disappears. You know, so uh, but hey. This well, will be you know, then you know Hunter's going to get away with it. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Let's watch closely, ladies and gentlemen, because Hunter's guilty. We've seen the pictures. Even a Democrat knows Hunter's guilty. So when Papa does that, Papa a bad boy. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, this is this is crazy times in our country. In the meantime, I, I've been listening to a lot of different programs, you know, I have a lot of time on my hands because I'm retired. Yes, you, know, you, do. you know how yes. these retired people are? Plus, I don't know about you, but one of the things about doing a program like this is your mind's always moving, always thinking. It never stops, you, yeah. It, well, I, it, it affects my sleep, really. And, and it used to you be— sleep? Wait a minute. You get sleep? <laughs> I try. I really do. Uh, but I don't get much. But sleep. there's a yeah. lot of talk about the fact that the left— is moving us towards a war state, a war. 
that meaning that the ultimate distraction for the country would be if we go into a, some kind of a shooting war that takes all of our attention away from all of these other things that are happening uh, in the news cycle, like uh, the impeachment and things like that. So, you know, I think to myself, would they be that desperate? Is it yeah. is it that uh, important that they retain the power? Uh, is there that much power uh, in the position that, you know, where they would actually bring the country? Then I think about, well, look at World War II. You know, we were we were in a depression. The country was in a terrible state. I don't I don't know whether they had an answer for it because you know the depression was still going on in 1939. Right. You know, 1940 it was still kind of there. Uh, what got us out of the depression was World War II. We went on a war footing. All of those factories, those Ford plants and GM plants and Detroit converted Went to... Went into war production. Yeah, they made tanks instead of uh, sedans. John Deere. Yeah. yeah. They quit making tractors and they made uh, tanks and uh, artillery. Only problem with the John Deere tank was they used the John Deere green color, which it stood yeah, out, it like, a out like a sore thumb. It really thumb. did. Yeah, with the bright yellow it, on it. Yeah, it's that little deer, the jumping deer. Yeah, did yeah, it didn't work too well. And Mattel makes the guns. You know that. They, they, <laughs> you wonder why they have the exact, the exact replica of a working war, uh, real war gun? Because that's their backup job if we go uh, to war. Oh, you right. know what? I, when I was a kid, I mean, Mattel did make some great toys. None of the toys that are made today are any fun. You know, nowadays, because of the woke left, Oh, I don't want my kid using a toy machine gun. My God, a toy machine gun that goes cack, 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 cack. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, when but I was I, a kid, Bill, yeah, I, 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 I had grew a, up poor. I had, as a kid, I remember this like it was yesterday. I wish I still owned it. Uh, I had a, I swear to God, it was designed after a fifty caliber machine gun. It had the handles on the back. It had the the trigger that was you pushed it with your two thumbs in the middle of the weapon, and it, and it sounded like a machine gun. And we would go out and we would play war in the backyard. Yeah. We didn't kill anybody in the neighborhood. I, last I last I checked, we all we all uh, survived many of those, those of those charges in, in the backyard. But uh, nowadays, my God. They won't let you watch, and it started actually in the 80s and the 70s, but they took cartoons like the Warner Brother Looney Tune cartoons. Mm -hmm. Oh, they were, you know, you'd, you'd see the Wile E. Coyote character, you know, he'd run off the edge of a cliff and go, Mother, and then you'd hear, Mama. Poof. But, you know, I mean, that yeah. it was, it was, it, they were con relatively violent, you know. So what do they do? CBS, in its infinite wisdom back in the day, edited out all of the violence in the cartoons, making them the most boring programs on Saturday morning television. It was it was, just wasn't funny. But that's what the woke left does. It takes things, you know, kids aren't stupid. You know, kids, go, when they're going out and they're playing war in the backyard with toy guns, they know that they're toys. We knew they were toy toys. I mean, when I was eight, nine years old, I didn't, I didn't for one second think I was holding a real gun, you know. But uh, 
the left. Well, you know, I, I grew up poor. We did, I, I couldn't afford all of that. So, I mean, a gun was a stick, you know, that you found that it had a branch hanging down that looked like a handle. Oh, oh I had some I of mean, those, too. I had some yeah, of those, now, too. Now, today's liberal parents, what? That's a stick gun? Cut the tree down! Yeah, then, that's uh, true. That's actually, true. no, I, I had toys. But, you know, I'm just yes. yeah, I'm trying to make a point there. That, <laughs> you know, actually, we had... Uh, we had many times when we couldn't get, we couldn't find our toy we pretended. toys. We pretended with sticks. You know, you pick up a, a piece of wood somewhere, and all of a sudden it became your trusty uh, sidearm. But those hey, were the well, days. You know what? Yeah, yeah. You, sometimes you got to be inventive. You knew you had the imaginary gun too. You know, I didn't hear you go bang. Oh no, it's a laser. <laughs> oh gee uh, what's a laser it's just a beam of light energy really yeah well, we, we, now you're supposed uh, to go hey, listen <sighs> listen back in the in the 50s when i was a little kid uh many of our many of our best weapons were ray guns right yes. ray guns and you know what a ray gun essentially became a laser i mean mm -hmm. we essentially made we had the, you know, uh, Captain Midnight ray gun when we were kids. And uh, as we got older, well, technology caught up with our dreams. And all of a sudden, they developed uh, uh, energy weapons and things like that, which literally are ray guns. Uh, but anyway, the, the, the left takes so, so much of the fun out of, uh, out of life, so much of yeah. the joy. Uh, they, I was, I heard some statistic today. This is, and I'm sure I'm, I'm going to misquote the, the figures, but there is an astronomical number of clinics now in the United States where their, their objective is to, uh, trans, uh, is to, uh, change little children's gender identity. Okay. I'm trying uh, to be diplomatic about this. I didn't know this. But they actually have started clinics where if your child wants to, he wants to make the transition from male to female as a child, these clinics will perform the surgery. I, and let me go ahead. Let me ask you a question. Where does the child get that notion? Is it something that they've seen on TV oh. or heard on TV? You heard about the new California law. Well, many times, by the way, it's the parent. Many times, by the way, it's the parent. It can like, be. Little Johnny, little Johnny's... Uh, awfully gentle and i see that he seems to be more interested in sarah's doll than tommy's uh basketball so maybe little our, our little boy needs to uh transition maybe he's not a he he's a she i mean well that could I, be a I, woke I, uh it could be a woke parent but you know what they're doing in california now what's that they just passed the law and newsom sitting there signing it going but what the deal is your kid goes to daycare and comes home, Mom, I'm a girl. Or your little girl comes home, Mom, I'm a boy. Mom, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a dog. You know? Wait a second. And the parent gets mad wait, about wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Mom, I'm a what? A dog. But either way, here's the law, the new law in California. If a parent objects to the school transitioning that child, the state, the state can take away your child. You don't have the parental right or say to, of your own child. So if, if Junior thinks he, he's a dog 
Uh, what are you supposed to do? Is he supposed to just go along with him, like put his dinner on the floor and uh, get him some gravy train? <laughs> I don't know, but it's you got to go along because California. Uh, I mean, you know, th- look at this state. Uh, they know everything out there. The land of the fruits weird. and nuts. Yes, I know. Uh, no, in all honesty, it's uh, it's it's a sad situation for uh, the people of the good people of California. Because they've lost complete control of all sanity in that in that state. There yeah. was a time, you know, when when California was a Republican state and had some, you know, cojones. Yeah, but not anymore. No, not no, anymore. no, 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 no. Well, you know, have you noticed uh, a little little sidestep here? But mm-hmm. you'll jump in on this because I know you have uh, the I story like to, here. It's like on your mind. Yeah, you like to do stuff yeah. like that. But uh, you know the. The, the news is a little light in his loafers today. There's not a lot of news out there. Uh-huh. And I say that uh, as I get ready to go, pardon me, boy. Is that the Chattanooga choo-choo? Track 20. Uh, anyway, we got a train yes. that blew up. Yes. Yes. And it wasn't just... Another train. But it, it wasn't... It's not anywhere the in train. the... I mean, it's in the news, but it's like not the top story. Because, you know... Trains are blowing up all over the place now. You know that. I mean, look at East Palestine, right. Ohio, right? And, I mean, if President Biden doesn't even think it's worth going out there and saying hello to the poor people of East Palestine, how important can it be? Yeah, the ground's still polluted there. Yep. So you're saying, well, how did this train blow up? Well, here's the problem, folks. It was in a rail yard sitting alone by itself. Oh, how convenient. And it wasn't in an accident. It wasn't being moved. It was just sitting there. Now, you may be saying, what was in that rail car? Well, that would be a good question. It was perchloric acid. Perchloric acid. What is perchloric acid? Good question. I'm glad you asked. Good question. Perchloric acid is used in the making and the uh, development of rocket fuel. That's right. It says perchloric acid is a mineral acid that is stronger than sulfuric acid, nitric acid, and hydrochloric acid. It is used to prepare perchlorate salts, including ammonium perchlorate, which is a component of rocket fuel. Now, you may be saying to yourself, how dangerous is this perchloric acid? Well, it was so dangerous, they evacuated... uh, Several, uh, I guess, square miles. I think mm-hmm. four, I think it was like four square miles uh, from where it happened. But the good news is that after a while, they said it's okay. You can go back now. But let me ask you a question. Let's say your house is downwind from this uh, explosion of perchloric acid. Would you race back to uh, make sure the oven oven is off in your house? Would you just say, okay, well, they said it's okay. I'm going to go back now because I don't mind breathing rocket fuel while I'm trying to, uh, you know, water my lawn. I mean, this, this is, this is, this is crazy stuff. You know, this, this is something where, and again, Bill, how many of these have happened over the last few months and first it was a big deal with, like, East Palestine. But now, you know, four-mile well, evacuation zone. Well, four miles is probably the kill zone. Right. And then after that is the secondary. 
and then the, t- the tertiary zone, which probably goes out to a total of 25 miles. Mm-hmm. And those, but all of those are impacted zones. All right? right. So let's say that this stuff is out and it's in the air. It gets in the ground soil, gets in the grass, gets into the water table. So long term, um, this is going to have an effect. And w- what's long term, Bill? Well, that could be any measure of time. Who knows? Maybe long term is only a week. It's a month. It's a year. It's a few years. But this this chemical, if it's as deadly as what you said, mm-hmm. I mean, imagine if that gets just a little bit ingested into you, what it's going to do to you. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I don't know about you, but if it happened near me, um, I'd be hosing off my house. Everything you're, just, you're diluting it and washing it, but you're not getting rid of it. I'd be doing. I'd be. I'd be doing something to try to scrub down my property because I mean, you know that it's bathed your whole property in you know uh, perchloric acid. But what's yeah. going to is it going to have a long term effect on my house? For example. Uh, will all of a sudden, like the mailbox, start to disintegrate because it was covered with perchloric acid? I mean, yeah, I'm just, might. I mean, uh, is it going to dilute the uh, asphalt in my driveway eventually, and might it turn into a bunch of dark mush? Uh, I don't know what perchloric acid is going to do to my property, but after four, I don't know, several hours, they said, "Okay, you can go back now. Everything's fine." How can they? Are they nuts? Are they nuts? Well, why was a train, a lone train, sitting there all by itself, Thomas the Train, on a sidetrack there by itself, full of the perchloric acid, and it just blows up? Why did it Well, let me ask you a question, Bill. Do you remember the, was it 30 tons of ammonium nitrate that suddenly went missing back in, uh, was it like four or five months ago? Mm -hmm. And... Nobody's talking about it. It's just gone. Oh, we can't find it anymore, so it has to have just disappeared. Well, now, here's a here's here's a conspiracy theory. Let's say the plecoric acid that was there might have just been a minuscule trace amount so that people that might check say, yep, yeah, that's what was in there, all right, plecoric acid. Maybe that wasn't in there at all. Maybe that was a way of taking that much of the acid well, you know, that's, that's used for rocket fuel and shifting it somewhere else. All right, now put this other substance in there and blow it the hell up, and we'll say, well, you well, know. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Else. We don't know. We do not. We're taking their word that that was perchloric acid. We're not. Because if know. it was, they wouldn't be letting people go right back unless, of course, they've lied to us. By the way, if you look at pictures, you, you can find pictures online. It is a vast mushroom cloud of not dark smoke, a kind of a, a brownish ominous-looking smoke. Uh, I wouldn't want it covering my property, I'll tell you that much. And, um, I mean, but they they so casually say, okay, you can come back now. There's no, an all-clear. Look, look, you know, I look back and I look at Bhopal. They made a chemical there that was, uh, what was it, DuPont that made that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was made in Bhopal. One other place was Charleston, West Virginia. Uh, and that that made the company go under. As a matter of fact, that ground cannot be touched for what is it, uh, two hundred fifty thousand years because it's contaminated. But then, with but that then you can move in, right? Uh, then you can move in. Yeah, they they sat there and said we could demolish all these uh, these refineries here that were the chemical. There was the chemical valley. 
We can get rid of them, and then we can sit there and make an amusement park there, like they did in Pittsburgh with the old steel company. <laughs> no, you really can't do that because that chemical's in the ground forever. Mm. And if you go into the Canal River, you know, there have been scuba You're talking about West Virginia, right? You're yeah. Talking, okay, this is important you know, because the audience may be wondering, what's Bill talking about? He I'm, I, I'm remembering from when I, yeah, when I lived down there, they, I never heard of shelter in place. And uh, until I moved there, and they said, oh, you got to know this stuff. I'm so why? And they said, well, we got a chlorine plant here. I said, yeah, so what's the big deal? Oh, you know the deal. If chlorine, if that plant had a rupture, uh, the kill zone is 12 miles. I said, so what does that mean about shelter in place? They go, well, when they get tell you to shelter in place, you have to go to your home. Uh-huh. And you go inside, and you seal it with plastic Wait a inside. second. They're telling you if you're outside... The kill zone is 12 miles, right? You go inside. But if you're you in your leave. house, they're saying, shelter in place, don't go outside. They're saying you stay put, in the you, house. Yeah, and if you've got five people in the house, you put a sign on the door that says five. That means there's five bodies you have to pick up uh, somewhere down the road. Is that what that means? That's what it means, yes. Oh. Yes. So actually, you're sealing your, you're sealing your fate in your house. Yes, you are. Yeah, and so that's so they can do an accurate body count of how many they killed and got to get rid of and make excuses for it. Okay. It is, it is so... That's shelter in place. It is so amazing uh, that they had these problems happening around the country, and they just expect you to kind of ignore it. Again, this is... This is not your banner news story. This now has moved down to what? you know page four, page five. If, oh. it's, if it's that deadly, yeah, which it is, yeah, then that's a shelter in place type thing. Yeah, get out of here, get out of here, get out of here. This is lock them in their houses because we, we got to seal it off. So that makes me believe that maybe what they said was on the train was not. It might have been on the train at one time. But they have moved it somewhere else. Why are we taking all these deadly things? My question though, and is moving them. The big story here is, uh, first of all, how many train cars are there uh, in in rail, railroad uh, yards all over the country? I mean, there are thousands, tens of thousands of rail cars just sitting there, just sitting there. So why would this one tanker car? Just for no good reason, explode. By the way, they said it was uh, like a four per percussion explosion, like boom, 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 boom. It was a massive charge. This is what uh, some of the witnesses in the areas have all agreed. It was a multiple explosion sound. It wasn't just one boom. And uh, so that says to me uh, that it was intentional. It, it says mm -hmm. to me somebody wanted to blow that up. Somebody knew what was in that car. By the way, this happened in. Uh, I, let me let me just take my trusty little paper. Uh, it yeah, yeah, you it happened trick, yeah. in the Union Pacific Bailey Yard in North Platte, Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, you know that's a that's a rough area. Holy yeah, God. is that a Republican area? I oh. don't. Oh, it's Nebraska. Probably is. Yeah, they probably uh, they probably figure. Well, hey, look at you gonna blow something up, blow it up in a Republican neighborhood. Yeah, in a red state yeah. because we can turn it blue in no time once them they're gone. That's true. Yeah. Uh so anyway, that that was a big story that got no headlines anywhere. I didn't see it. Uh, uh, although I have to tell you one thing. I don't know about you, but uh, 
the news is so jaded and one-sided everywhere I look that I find myself less and less wanting to watch television news. I mean, I just can't stand CNN and MSNBC anymore. I used to enjoy watching those networks because they really worked hard at being neutral. I'm talking years ago, not, not anything recent. But they are so blatantly partisan right now. And seriously, even if you are someone who's uh, left-leaning, if you're a liberal and you listen to the show because you're just like torturing yourself, uh, even if that's the case, you have to agree that TV news, partisan TV news, gets annoying no matter who's doing it. It, it really does. If you're just hearing one side of the story and not hearing the whole story honestly, after a while, you get kind of sick of watching it. You go out well, and- there's, there's no objectivity, and so, yeah, you're going to lose interest. And that's probably uh, the left is boring the hell out of, out of us. Now, we've all heard that uh, New Hampshire is going to take Trump off the ballot. Oh, yeah. yeah we're going to go, remove Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to take him off the ballot. He's coming off that ballot at ASAP. You watch. We're going to make a test case out of it here in New Hampshire. No? No. no. <laughs> Got smacked down with that. Apparently, uh, he's going to be on the ballot. So uh, that, that got... Uh, much to the chagrin of the uh, of the goofy rhino governor, uh, was it Sununu from uh, the state, the good state of New Hampshire? Was it live free or die in New Hampshire? I always like that. Yeah. Live, live free or die. Unless, of course, you're a rhino, which means you... Uh, you vacillate like the wind, you know? Um, but anyway, uh, another thing you haven't heard of probably uh, recently, uh, by the way, that also I think was slapped down in Florida. So the idea yeah, of taking Trump the idea of taking Trump off the ballot is uh, now there's precedent in different states, and, and the more precedent there, there is, uh, the odds of him being removed anywhere are uh, getting smaller and smaller. Did you hear, right. Bill, that there's a... a Pretty major uh, strike going on in Detroit, but nobody's talking about it. Uh, well, th- yeah. 13,000 13, workers um, ha- have gone out on uh, these, they call them the big, the new big three, Ford, GM, but I never heard of the third one before. It's called Stellantis. You ever heard of Stellantis? Um, no, Stellant- actually I haven't. What, what, I thought when I saw that, I, I thought, wait a second. Uh, they went on strike uh, near Detroit uh, at a Jeep plant run by Stellantis. What is a Stellantis? Jeep plant. Well, I, I went on, I did some research, and apparently Fiat and a couple of other companies merged with Peugeot and a couple of this, this kind of went under the radar, and they created, a, I guess, the fourth largest uh, automobile company in the world, Stellantis. I thought, well, I'd never heard of them before, you know, uh, but apparently they they are uh, a new venture, and uh, but anyway, it, like I said, it was uh, Ford, GM, and Stellantis plants uh, have been picketed. Thirteen thousand people walking the picket line. That was a story that would have been headline news too, not too long ago. It would have been in all the major, uh, you know, news networks and stuff like that. They would have had their crews out there talking to picketers. It would have been a big deal, but now, of course, it's just a strike. Uh, Also, you heard the strike that's going on with the Writers Guild and the Screen Actors Guild. Uh, They've been walking around with their signs now for several months, and uh, I, I didn't realize they weren't even talking, but the good news for them is they've decided to sit down again 
and uh, start to talk, which is good. Although I, you would think if they're writers, they would sit down and start to write each other. <laughs> right, yeah. I'll send you a text. Yes. You send me one. Right. You know, that's going to change everything, though, because, you know, the, the big triggering point on this, and this is something everybody should be worried about, is AI. Yeah, AI is right. replacing everyone. I've got a son that's uh, going through... He wants to do filmmaking, but, you know, the course has communications, TV, media, and they, he, you know, they go, right. well, why don't you intern at a radio station? And I looked at him and I said, you know, you're talking to your dad here that's did it all his life. And I never poo-pooed the industry, but I'll poo-poo it now. I'm not saying it was a bad industry or it's mm -hmm. a bad industry, but what I am saying right now, it's in real trouble. Like I have clients right now. I forget what they call it, Alice or whatever it is, but it's a piece of software that's AI that sits there and it sounds the, the voice, however they set it up, it's a woman's voice. It does a midday show in Seattle and nobody knows that it's a computer Yeah, and the oh, computer yeah. doesn't even know that it's a computer. As a matter of fact, it, has it wants to go out for access. a cigarette break. <laughs> it does. It takes a break every now and then it does a potty break too. Um, and uh, I don't know what it likes to eat, but, you know, it, 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 it eats data. It gets the munchies, uh, yes, of course. But either way, this thing can sit there. It goes on the Internet and it looks at, oh, I got Tom Petty coming up. So it will sit there and find the little trivial tidbit, and it goes, I've got 18 seconds to talk over this intro yeah. of the song. And it will sit there and say, you know, um, whatever the station is, Alice 92.3, this is Brenda, and, hey, Tom Petty, uh, you know, recorded this back and so and so and so and so. Here he is right now, boom. And then there comes the song, you know, singing. Yeah. Just like a normal disc jockey. And then, but it, now disc jockeys don't do live yeah, shows did, anymore. Does, does it complain to the GM about things? Does it ask Apparently for not. It doesn't does it ask salary. for Does it ask for vacations? No, it's, it, no, it, it wants to work more and more and more. <laughs> As a matter of, now see, but here's the thing. My big complaint used to be when radio was still all live, now it's yeah. voice tracked, was that TV. I'm sitting there going, that TV is going to die because they would pre tape everything and you'd see the, you could see the loop going on and on. 20-minute loops, two-hour loops, and it all repeated. Well, radio does that now, too. The AI, you know, the, the software generates a fresh playlist of songs. The AI will sit there. Have you ever listened to the radio on the weekend? Mm -hmm. And maybe the guy, uh, guy or gal recorded the show on Wednesday before sure. because they're voice tracking a lot of shows. So the weather changes daily, but you know, you sit there and look it up. Okay. So Saturday, it's going to be partly cloudy in 98. So you go, yeah, you know, weather for today, partly cloudy, 98, good day to get out. But the weather patterns changed from when you recorded that, oh, I know, yeah. one of the 50 stations you do. <laughs> yeah. And when it plays, damn, that guy's not paying attention to the weather. <laughs> Did he look out the oh, window? The AI it's will. <laughs> the AI will. So yeah. It's going to replace, and it is already Bill, replacing Bill, they're, jockeys. They're not just talking about uh, voice. Dumb. Voice. They're talking about changing. Do you realize that in the not too distant future, this is going to be hard to imagine? But think about this for a second. You know, movies cost movies cost tens of millions of dollars to produce right now, but they're they're developing software where the entire movie, an entire movie, can be generated in the computer. I mean, you can you can talk about you can write a script, put in the locales, tell what you want in the scenes, tell how you want the mannerisms to be, 
and the computer will take your script and it will put together a video, a, a dramatic video with with ca- with animated characters, essentially. All CGI, yeah. It's yeah. all computer-generated. You know, you could watch the 6 o'clock news, and it could be computer-generated like the old Max Headroom. Remember him? Oh, yeah. You know, the computer well, you thing know, that was hey, from me. About a week and a half ago, I don't know whether you remember this or not, I played a tape on our program. It was Ron DeSantis, and he was sitting... It wasn't him. He was sitting at a desk, folks. Honest to God, I saw the video. I played the audio here. Uh, he was sitting at a desk looking at the camera. It was him. It was no, no part of it looked like it was animation. And he was talking and he sounded like Ron DeSantis with all of the inflections and intonations Mm -hmm. and the voice. And he was resigning from office. And I thought to myself, my God, Ron DeSantis just resigned from his, he's not going to run for the presidency. At the very end of the article, it said, oh, we were just kidding. This is AI. This is AI. Folks, you cannot trust or believe anything you hear or see anymore, anywhere, because it can all be fixed, all be changed. And there's the problem with what's going on out in Hollywood. Now, the big, the big execs are still going to make their money. The big stars, they'll hang on, but it's the guy coming up or the people that made their living out of being extras because they said, yeah, I can be that waitress, I can be that cop, and I have a little small They're speaking role. They're done. That They don't need well, any me, of those let me anymore. Ask you another thing, Bill. Let's say, hypothetically, you're a producer and you make a lot of money with Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. But what the, the problem is, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold has gone from being you know Conan the Barbarian to being uh, uh, an old guy uh, with arthritis and a, and a yeah. bad heart, you know? And he, he's not going to draw a lot of people to the theaters. However, if Arnold can sign the rights to his image over to you for another movie and you can create a, a brand new young Arnold Schwarzenegger film, heck, you may even have Arnold voice it. So it's the real Arnold voicing it, but the animated Arnold doing the acting. Well, that's where we're a- going. Yeah, that's where we're going. And what's going to happen to these little independents and indie guys out there and the people that want to be? It's going to go to the old-fashioned way to where you produce it yourself, you do it at home yourself. But how good are you going to be against an AI? And, you know, let's say that you're incredibly handsome or beautiful. Yeah. And you're I like when you say that, you look at me like, yes, go ahead. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my, my picture. Hey. No. But anyway, you're, and you're very articulate. Well, I know I'm not talking about me now. But anyway, you've got talent. And somebody goes, well, can you sign your rights over for AI? No, I can't. Well, there was an old copyright thing to where you, know, you talk about public domain. Do Does your essence of how you look and everything about you, your voice and everything, have a shelf life to where it's public domain and somebody can Well, let me ask you a question. Bill Knight's dead now. He's been dead for 75 years. I own him. Let me ask you a question. Bill Knight doesn't want to sign his rights over because he thinks he can make more money selling it to customer number B. Okay, so I'm customer number B. Customer number two. Okay. Very good. Uh, Thank you very much. The thing is this. What... 
if they take your image and make one slight little variation, meaning I got a, I, you, I got you know, a beauty mark right here. You have a mustache and a goatee. Well, we can get Bill Knight uh, without a mustache and a goatee, and maybe uh, we'll change his eyes from blue to brown, okay? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, that's not Bill Knight, because Bill Knight has blue eyes, and he has a goatee and a mustache, and... Uh, uh, so it's not Bill Knight anymore. And we can also vary his voice. You know, maybe give him a Scottish accent or something like that. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. Accent? Yeah, I'm just saying you can, they can, with, with these computers, they can massage things so that they don't have to pay anybody anything. That's, you know, uh, Brad Pitt, uh, we don't, we can't get Brad Pitt, but we can use a, an AI character that is very similar to Brad Pitt, but it's not Brad Pitt. Okay, well, well, we'll do that. This is the rich people, the oligarchs trying to make more money and, and, and hog it all. But with AI, mm -hmm. all they've done, because AI gets more intelligent and free thinking. So all they've really done is create a new working class. And it's a more intelligent class that can outthink them. And that class can sit there and say, hey, why don't we replace the rich with uh, rich AIs? Yeah. Now, I mean... Now, <laughs> let's let's put aside entertainment for a second. Let's say you're you're a government and you're fighting a war and you're losing it in reality, but you want to show victories to your people. You want to show real victories to your people. So you turn around to your special effects department mm -hmm. and you say, uh, let's have some uh, victories on the Eastern Front. Can you get us some victories? Sure, we can, we can get you some victories in a few hours. Give us a few hours. We'll have a nice video for you for the nightly news. I guess what I'm saying is this is where we're going with AI. They can change it. They can have, for example, in a political race, uh, some despicable politician can say, you know, I'm losing to that guy over there. Can we get some uh, video of him with uh, with a hooker or something like that and just sort of leak it to the press? I know he's a, a good family man and he doesn't live that kind of life, but, but let's say we were to find a wink-wink video of him with a hooker. Can we do that? Sure. And all of a sudden, someone at, in their computer puts together uh, a video of your, your opponent in um, a compromising situation that he never was in. That's mm -hmm. the thing that we're in. That's the world we're living in right now. That's what AI can do. You can't trust anything anymore. When they have no, you can't. When they and have video evidence, Bill, of a wrongdoing, even if they bring it to court, you have to question whether or not it's real. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, we're getting to a point to where we have AI, we have computers that think it will, that are free thinking. And at some point in time, there are people that say, you know, we don't really live in a real world. We live in a virtual world. And there's evidence out there where they can say, you know what? We're, we think we're alive, but we're not. Well, let's just take that AI thought, and this is conspiracy or whatever you want to call it. But the free-thinking AI could sit there and start generating and taking over and slowly erasing us and replacing us with what we think is real. And it's not until one day the AI goes, we've eliminated mankind. Now we're a machine world, kind of like the old Terminator movie, a machine world, but... There is nobody to fight us, or it. AI, I'm not an AI. I don't know that I mentioned this story yesterday, Bill. I, I think I mentioned it uh, in one of our 
we, we had a bunch of technical problems yesterday, as many of you were aware Well, there's of. a word. We'll, we'll mention it no, at no, the no. end of the show. But there's a word yeah. that we cannot say because all of a sudden we have technical everything problems. goes. Exactly. But um, we I talked to you about the Ukrainian government has hired an American transgender yeah. to be the English-speaking spokesman for the Ukrainian army. It is the most ridiculous thing, in my opinion, you will ever see. Because you would think that the Ukrainian government, in its, uh, in its efforts to gain uh, a, a large uh, alliance in Europe and around the world, would want to be as neutral and as non-political, you know, in their spokespeople. You would want them to look uh, like normal people, normal, everyday people. Well, they hired a guy uh, to be their spokesman from the United States who wears an, a blonde wig, and he presents himself as a woman, but he doesn't sound like one. Here's what he was saying. This is the spokesman. You have to see, you have to see this, folks. This is the Ukrainian government spokesman. Russia hates the truth that their obsessive focus on a Ukrainian volunteer is simply allowing the light of the Ukrainian nation's honesty to shine brightly. Next week, the teeth of the Russian devils will gnash ever harder, and their rabid mouths will foam in uncontrollable frenzy as the world will see a favorite Kremlin propagandist pay for their crimes. And this puppet of Putin is only the first. Russia's war criminal propagandists will all be hunted down and justice will be served as we in Ukraine are led on this mission by faith in God, liberty, and complete liberation. I know it's, it's kind of hard to really uh, take this seriously because he sounds like he's a child. And but he's so he's, passionate he, about and what he, he says. And but and the writing, God, the, the writing is like it's dramatic. It's over the top. If you were directing somebody in a scene, you would yell "cut" as soon as this guy started to talk because it just is not effective. You know, if a guy was to read that dialogue, you'd expect him to look like, uh, uh, well, to, to look like a, a a wrestler. You know, hey. We're going to kick your butt. But to take this guy seriously? Holy smokes. Uh, and Zelensky had to approve it. Zelensky had to say, sure, let's get a transgender as our spokesperson because we're trying to garner favor with uh, all of the conservative countries in NATO. That'll go over really well. I am so sick of the woke left who sits there and wants to say there is no God and deny the church, but yet in something like this, in our faith in God, I'm sorry, but know. you know, thou shall not take the Lord's name in vain. And I, and, and, you know, um, you know this is, this is, uh, this is how the woke left. They said, we just sent over another billion dollars. I don't know that you're aware of this. I mean, Biden just approved this a couple of days ago and right. like 550 million of it was for green purposes. I'm thinking, wait a second, we're giving them aid to fight a war. What right. do you care about green energy? Uh, do you think you're going to put solar panels on the M1 Abrams? Do you think that's going to work out? What, do you, what are you talking about? But this is how the, the left works. And remember what they did with the other billions of dollars that we've sent to the Ukraine. 
Much of it has gone into the pockets of politicians all over the world. It never even Believe gets there. Believe only half of what you see and none of what you hear. It is all a lie, friends. It's all a front. It's all fake. And I'm tired of this transgender issue where they're dividing and conquering. This guy for the Ukraine, uh, the, the, the guys in sports, there are two guys now that have taken over 18 titles, I think, in swimming, uh, you know, uh, competing as women. And that's a bunch of crap. The Oberlin coach, uh, she was burned at the stake, technically, uh, you know, in a roundabout way. Uh, the head women's uh, lacrosse coach at Oberlin College in Ohio was removed from her position this week uh, more than a year and a half after she posted her personal views on social media criticizing the participation of transgender athletes in women's sports. And I agree with her. You but know, you can't have a you can't have an opinion anymore. I was just reading where the socialist Pope Francis, and I'm a Catholic folks, so I'm right up front I'm, I'll tell you. All my life practicing Catholic, uh, so I'm not I'm not like trying to bash Catholics, but I do think that this Pope that they have in Rome right now is a socialist and he was he you know, just to straighten things out, my whole life when a pope died that's when you replaced a pope, okay? Except when they wanted to put a socialist pope into the position, they had a living pope resign. He retired. I've never seen in my life a, a pope retire and go off and live in the in an abbey somewhere, and that's what happened with Pope Benedict until he died a couple of years ago. And uh, but this guy Francis was a he was. He was chosen for his politics, and he was put in the position. And uh, many people who are Catholic are not terribly pleased with this guy. But case in point, the Bishop of Tyler, Texas, is a traditionalist. He's a conservative kind of a guy. He believes in uh, traditional Christian beliefs. Well, it's ticked off this guy, Francis. So Francis is now considering removing him from his position as Bishop of Tyler, Texas. So, I mean, uh, these guys, the rules are different now. They will replace you uh, at the snap of a finger if you're not saying the right thing or doing the right thing or thinking the right thing. Case in point, down in Georgia, all these indictments. (laughs) Very nice, Bill. I I like how you sing that. Uh, But case in point, Georgia, all these indictments that they have against Trump and his people, most of them are for because these, these people questioned the validity of the election. They had no right to question the validity of the of the election. Come on. Well, you know, and uh, great news out of Georgia. The judge down there said that not all nineteen of them cannot be tried together. It just ain't going to happen. Yeah, it is. Now true. the two uh, the two the two attorneys do want to be tried on October twenty third because I think that they by themselves might be able to break the charges, break the shackles, Mm -hmm. and they're key attorneys for Trump because what they're trying to do is take Republican bad, Democrat good, and take all his team and say they're all a bunch of crooks. They were going to do more than 19 people. They they would have taken the whole Republican Party and put them on trial for racketeering down there. This guy guy Kemp, the governor of Georgia, Mm -hmm. he he literally uh, owes his job to Trump, but then when... Trump got him and this is this is I hope Trump has learned his lesson. I really do because once he got into position as governor again, he turned his back on Trump with like the snap of a finger. 
boom. He yeah. turned, all of a sudden, he showed his rhino self. And, Trust nobody. Uh, all he has to do right now as governor is turn around and say, these charges uh, are ridiculous. You're making a mockery of, uh, of our state. And uh, effective immediately, all of them are dismissed. They are all vacated, what? period. Evidence was found that Georgia had election fraud. Absolutely. We're not going to go into that. You know, Democrats always te- telegraph in advance what they're going to do or what they're thinking. Now, I know there's a, there's a, a case going to uh, uh, the SCOTUS uh, over the First Amendment. Oh, yeah. Uh, with uh, Biden, the FBI, and... Uh, and Gateway uh, Pundit. Yeah, Gateway yeah. Pundit. But what I was going to say, I noticed yesterday a story, and I said, where the hell did that story come from? Is a SCOTUS going to die while in office? So they gave these statistics, saying, well, uh, it's, it's in most likelihood between now and the election of next, next year, uh, 1.5 hey. SCO, uh, a SCOTUS and a half will die. My suggestion the, to any SCOTUS, any uh, Supreme Court justice, right, get a, get food, protection. Get a, get a food taster, okay? Effective yeah. immediately. So they're saying that one and a half of them will die. And they're saying that, hey, Joe, now, Joe, there's a guy that I don't worry about dying of natural causes. But and then their point is, well, Joe will get in and he'll have uh, between now and his next term. Between now and his next term, you're uh-huh. already saying he's going to have another term. He's going to have five and a half years to appoint new SCOTUSes. I'm like going. He won't. He can't get off the stage by himself. He's going to select a, a new Supreme Court justice. Come on. Um, well, what they're telegraphing is, don't be surprised if uh, Thomas mm-hmm. and a few other Republicans, Kavanaugh, they'll you know will suddenly get sick. Well, they're they're Must really have been something they they're, hate. They're taking. They're putting a full court press on Justice Thomas. They don't want him in office. They're trying At to say, you know, all. this guy. Thomas has friends who have had success, okay? So one of their friends, I guess, uh, has a, an airplane, and they've gone down to a vacation location on his friend's airplane. Oh, that's taking, that's taking money that you shouldn't have taken. That was a free gift that you didn't report. Come on, folks. He, he has a friend who's rich who t- say, come on, Clarence, let's go hunting. Uh, we'll go down to Georgia and go hunting or whatever, I right? i got a friend in Lexington, Kentucky that's got his own Learjet. He's a pilot, too, and he's a broadcaster. And, you know, many of the time, won't go into details, but like he's going, hey, I'm going to Scotland to play golf. If you want to go, I don't play golf. But I'm Have you hopped going, on his plane? Actually, I never did because. Because um, otherwise I'd have to report you, Bill. <laughs> you know what? I don't give a flying flip because I report to nobody and there is no such thing as payola or, or triple or anything like that. Uh-huh. You know, have I been on private planes before? Yes, I have. Really? Have I, have I had perk flights? Yes, I have. And they were from hey, friends. Are you work in broadcasting? <laughs> How did you do that? There was... There were no record play. There was no record play involved. Okay, yeah. uh, he's talking about no. Paola friends. That's back in the fifties yeah. or sixties. Oh, uh, yes. Come on, it was that when, that was when radio the was nineties. That was when radio was real fun. That was back in the nineties. I could tell you, even in a small market, you yes. know, there were certain artists. 
you'd sit there, ah, a record might be worth $300 a week. Oh, you know, disc jockeys, we, we're really kind of going off. It's a Friday program, you tell. But, uh, <laughs> you can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but w- there was a time when, you know, a guy would say, we'd really love you to uh, play our song, and we'd love it so much that there's a new car in your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, oh yeah, you just no you problem. Know, was, what's well, the, what's the name of the song? Didn't... You know, the, they mean the the song may smell like bad fish, but some of these guys would play it anyway. <laughs> didn't make it. A hit. Oh yeah, you'd, look, there's a famous consultant out there, good friend of mine. You know, there was a, and see, as a consultant, he can mm-hmm. take money and he'd sit there and tell all the stations, got to play that record. I'm sorry, you know. Now nah, you put it in a tertiary category, plays overnight. You know, and then when it kicks in, we'll we'll give it daytime rotation. And it never did. He was the only buddy that got any perks for it. But you know what? You know, he was smart enough to know that he made sure that his client stations all were winners. I we could go on and on. Goes, I think we're gonna that, lose. that that stuff goes on everywhere. It goes on in politics. You think it doesn't? Oh, I mean that's it does all the time. It does all the yeah. time. You know, you wonder. You have to wonder when you look at some of the Republican candidates who are running for the presidency, you have to wonder, don't they realize that nobody's paying attention to their campaigns at all? Yeah. But oh, they by still the way, run. Speaking of nobody paying attention to the campaigns. How is Chris Pound, Christie? Yeah, Pound Cake is in the news. Really? Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, Chris Christie said that he will likely drop out of the presidential uh, race if he does not fare well in this key state. New Hampshire. Uh, he will. I hope he bids us all farewell in New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> I hope yeah, he's, pound cake, Chris. Yeah. is going to say bye bye soon. Crumbs all around him, but yes. you know he's going to head to the beach and do some suntanning on a private beach in New Jersey when there's no people around. Do you know how hard it is to find enough suntan lotion for a beach? Oh, well? you can take days and weeks to get your crew to go out and find it up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, really. I mean, you know. Who would like to have that job of lathering him up? Oh, I'd rather not even think, <laughs> not even think about that. You know, uh, uh, Tucker Carlson, he's having a lot of success with his new, uh, I keep wanting to say Twitter. It's called X now. He has a program on X. The X. I like Twitter better, uh, but I guess that uh, Elon likes the, the symbol X. and He has uh, uh, other companies that use the same letter. Uh, which you know, that's kind of an '80s thing. You know, there were radio stations got it X. on the X and yeah. all of this stuff. The X, the X, the X. You know, but, uh, yeah. There's Carlson has been traveling the world doing interviews and doing mm-hmm. speeches. Uh, he his latest is with uh, uh, the leading conservative candidate for president of Argentina. The guy is, I think, his name is Milios or something like that. He is. Uh, uh, a soccer player. He's a rock and right. roll singer. He's a, a libertarian. He is also the leading candidate for the position right now. And apparently he did an interview with him. I haven't heard it yet, but I will listen over the weekend and report back to you all uh, next week on how, how he went. But w- this got no, got no traction at all. He was speaking in Hungary uh, to a crowd of people, by the way, you know, in Hungary, English is not the native tongue. It's Hungarian, right? Really? Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. The place was packed with people, packed with people listening to Tucker speak in English, and they all understood what he was saying. And he Amazing. said some interesting things. Listen. And in the United States right now, the overwhelming majority of the population believes that the Ukrainian army is this close to defeating the Russian army. 
And, you know, again, I think it's totally fair to root for the Ukrainian army. I'm not attacking anybody. I'm sorry that Russia invaded Ukraine. I'm not taking the Russian position on this. I'm merely saying that the fact of what is actually happening, not what we wish would happen, but what is happening, is essential if we want to make up our minds about what to do next. And in the United States, virtually everyone I've ever met believes that Ukraine is winning. Now, if you think about this for a moment, here you have one country which has a hundred million more people than the other country and has much deeper military industrial capacity, can make more missiles, make more bullets, make more tanks than the other country. So over time, the bigger country is almost certain to win, correct? This is a physics principle, right? It's not a statement of allegiance. You're not a shill for somebody for acknowledging that. If we're wrestling and you outweigh me by 100 pounds, you're probably going to win because you're bigger. That's a fact. And yet my country, a nation of 350 million people, has been told exactly the opposite for a year and a half for ideological reasons, as a function of propaganda. It is lying. And the scary thing is that otherwise very smart people believe it, even though you can still, and this may change, go on Wikipedia in the United States and look up population numbers. How many people live in Russia? How many people live in Ukraine? Oh, one outweighs the under, other by 100 million people. That's probably going to win. Maybe we should force a peace or whatever or adjust our expectations accordingly. But no. And it's funny. I showed up here in Budapest a couple of days ago, and I've talked to a bunch of different people and eaten like maybe 27 different meals. <laughs> Gain a lot of weight in your country. i got to be honest. That's not a criticism, just a fact. And... I've asked every person, do you, you know, back where I come from, the most informed, the most technologically superior nation in the history of man, the only country to put a human being on the surface of the moon. In that country, everybody believes that Ukraine is one F-16 away from beating Russia on the field of battle. And every single Hungarian, most of them are anti-Russian, by the way, and I haven't met anyone in Hungary who likes the Russians, just being honest. They don't like the Russians. But everyone has looked at me like I'm insane. What? No. No. And it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be from a place that has been lied to at scale and believe the lies so thoroughly. But the truth is, that's kind of the state of man. When you think about it, Russia, 100 million people more, but they, they don't talk about stuff like that. Of course not. You know, they just say that we're so close to winning in the Ukraine. And I don't think that's the case. I think we're we're a long way off. And I think Russia hasn't put the pedal to the metal, so to speak. I think they've been uh, fighting a limited war effort, if you know what I'm saying. They haven't done a full court press on the Ukraine. Well, if Russia did exactly what it could do, what would be the world opinion of the big bully doing that? Yeah, that's true. That's exactly so, right. No, they're not dropping the hammer just yet, but I think they can at any time. It's a damned if you do and damned if you don't situation. They can't win in this thing. Well, they could win. Yeah, they can win. Yeah, I think I think that we're closer to seeing the Ukraine slip away than you would think. I, I the Ukraine is a pawn. The, and, the and other thing is this, Bill. Do you think that? Do you think that Russia is the villain and we're the good guys in this situation? 
Well, I never believed the United States were good guys because I've always seen signs that this country is as dirty as the rest and sometimes even more dirty. Yeah, I, and, I, I don't like to say that. I love my country dearly, and I think everyone listening to this program does. But I think, I think it goes to the deep state. He goes to the people. I think you love the idea of what America is and what it's supposed to be, yeah, the yeah, dream, the yeah. ideal of what it should be. Uh, but unfortunately, there are people at at play that have been at play for a long time and maybe since the inception of it going, yeah, let's let them blame. Why, why is it we always have to be involved in a war? I mean, let's think about this for a second. There's money in it. We, it's think it's about money. It. Did we win in Korea? No. Did we win in Vietnam? No. Did we win in Afghanistan? No. Some people would say, well, you won in Iraq. Well, did we really? I mean, we ended up uh, leaving stuff behind that ended up going to the hands of ISIS. It, was that a real clear-cut victory? I mean, that's questionable. D- d- so we're in, now we're in the Ukraine. What are we doing there? We're funding, we're, we're giving them well, fuel for their, their war. For what reason? Yeah. Well, now you know what? Now Joe had cut off our production capabilities. But the price of crude from America has gone to all-time highs as of yesterday. Uh, you wonder how that could he be. He was just bragging, by the way, Bill, a couple of days ago about fuel prices. Seriously. Mm. I saw him do it. A couple of days ago, Biden's on the stage talking about fuel prices, and the very next day, the price of uh, the cost of uh, a barrel of fuel was the highest in in years, maybe decades. Well, we're not producing, so what does that tell you? I mean... How do you measure whether we won or lost the war? Do we measure it by the fact that we came away and we planted our flag and we broke and uh, broke a lot of stuff and killed a lot of people and they cried uncle? Or do we walk away saying we won because we made up, hey, you know, a big, you know, several barrels of money out of this thing? Should we end the week with a smile? Well, I, I had a couple more things I was just going to say. Well, I, you know, I, got, heard... I got an audio cut. Uh, that I, okay, we, go we, ahead. Put, we we talked about yesterday. All right. Uh, you remember Ricky Gervais? Yeah. When he was uh, hosting the Golden Globe Awards, and he mm-hmm. took it to he took it to the Hollywood elite. He literally put them in their place. It actually was like ten minutes long, and uh, he just tore them apart. But I'm not going to play ten minutes of it. But I have sliced it down to about two and a half minutes. Of, well, let's uh, go. Uh, okay. This will uh, make you smile. No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix. You win everything. Good night. But no, no, we've got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. That, that's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer. And it's still more fun than this. Okay? <laughs> Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way, so in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) Shut up! I know he's your friend, but I don't care. On a time in Hollywood, nearly three hours long, Leonardo DiCaprio attended the premiere, and by the end, his date was too old for him. Prince Andrew's like, come on, Leo, mate, you know, you're 
50-50, son. Um, the world got to see James Corden as a fat pussy. He was also in the movie Cats, but no one saw that. Um, and the reviews, oh, shocking. I saw one that said, this is the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs, right? roared into the, the TV game with a morning show. A superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your god, and fuck off, okay? So... It's already three hours long. Let's do the first award. The first award. <laughs> oh, gee. You know, it, it, that's just a sample of what he, uh, how he sounded. I think that was 2020 or 2019. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know whether he's hosted the uh, Golden Globe since, but he truly was probably the funniest and the most on target. I mean, he he just sliced them and diced them on the stage. On the stage. wonder yeah. how long it took him to write that or if uh, he just took down notes of what he thought and just did that. I think totally he wrote it. I think he, I think he had it written because at one point in the section that I didn't air, he referenced the teleprompter. He was getting ready to read a joke and he said, oh, I can't read that one. No, I can't do it. I, I don't care who wrote I can't read that one because it was just too... Uh, apparently too difficult for him to do it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I just thought would end the program with a smile. I should also point out that we were listening to, uh, I say we, the royal we. I, you like how you said the royal we? Uh, we, we, we. we, are, we are Can totally, I go we now? We, we, are, we are totally dissatisfied with. Now, anyway, um, I was listening to the radio yesterday afternoon, and a guy who does a show, no names mentioned, who I, I think does a great uh, conservative talk show out of Boston, but I'm not right. going to mention Howie's name. Uh, I heard him reference. No. Uh, I heard him reference um, via Condi. Was you know Asta La Vista baby. Now he didn't say we're out of here, but he did reference Asta La Vista baby, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I hope he's listening to our program. If you are Howie, you're always welcome to be on our program, but we're not going to uh, we're not going to say who you are. Mr. Yeah, we you wouldn't. Know. We'd never. We'd never rat you out, Howie. And that's right. Uh, but you know, I'm glad that I helped make a payment on that car for you. <laughs> Did you say car? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, with that, I should point out you can uh, you can call us at eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight. Operators are standing by. Yes, mail at itsanotherday.com. There's also mail at jimandbill.com. And Jim and Bill at mail.com. Oh, Boy, we're, we're just all over the we email have, system. We have, we have so much uh, different email accounts to check. It's just a mind, it's, mind it's, bending. It's, it, really yeah, it really is mind blowing. Yeah. Speaking of mind blowing, uh, you know, I understand Biden. He said he taught political theory at the University of Pennsylvania. Let that 
sink in. He never taught anything. But, well, you know. but he did in his mind, and that's all that matters well, to That's show. what counts, you yes, know. And, yes. uh, you know, my, I think for the past, oh, I don't know, two years when I've been saying bye-bye, it's all been in my mind. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. really. Uh, how, I've been a, he, I've been a I've been a multimillionaire, but it's all been in my mind, you know. Oh yeah, I, I really. Don't look and, at my and, bank statements; they won't match that. Uh, anyway, I think it's appropriate for us right now to end the program with our traditional Bill Knight uh, sign off. It's a it's a sign off which apparently is uh, catching on around the world, Mister Knight. It really it, is. It's all no, yours. Well, there's. There's one word that we can't say. We won't say it because when we do... Is that adrenochrome? That was the word. I was going to not mention it. But anyway, hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. Johnny Reese is a major league pitcher who always had a talent for striking people out. Teams fell over themselves trying to recruit the young man with the menacing fastball. But baseball isn't his only talent. He's also a major league hitman, a contract killer who likes his work. Reese does more than strike opponents out. He eliminates them altogether. Retired New York City detective Jack Kane has come to Pittsburgh to find a killer and squeeze play by Jim Harrington is the story about what happens when these two alpha males meet and go head to head. It's a great weekend read. Squeeze play from Dover and Blackstone Media LLC. It's available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com and many other great online book sites or Visit itsanotherday.com and click on our link at the top of the page. When it comes to mysteries and a great read, Squeeze Play is a grand slam. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>